Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, respected listeners of Mirka Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wa Jama'ah, and other listeners wherever you may be in the world, we welcome you to our spiritual breakfast. This is our interview segment, and our guest today is senior investigator Mike Polhes. Mr. Mike, good morning. Morning. How's, how's it going with you guys? Thanks once again for the opportunity. All well, and on your side, what's happening? What's the latest in the crime scenes? Oh, it's bad, my friend. It's so bad. And it escalates uh, always October, November, December. And uh, what we are concentrating on, what we've seen has made a difference, is uh, what you are doing. Getting people like ourselves, interviewing them, and then the people can be informed and make informed decisions. We've seen a very, very big difference this year. I've been a lot on TV and radio stations and in the newspapers, and all I concentrated on was uh, to get people aware, be positively paranoid, be aware of your surroundings, be uh, conscious of your family and your friends, and obviously your animals and whatever you leave behind and where you're going to, on your travels and uh, in malls and what you get involved with, just to, to take... As we should in South Africa, as everybody knows, it's a crime-ridden country, being um, just, you know, actually overconscious and aware what's going on in your surroundings. And that alone in itself will uh, make you less of a target for the criminals. So the, uh, the same crime as always, but more. Uh, we've been warning about the corruption amongst the policemen, which has uh, escalated in, in, in about a month or two ago. And it's fortunately dropped now because senior police of officials, even the president, had something to say about the police situation in our country. And there's been more policemen deployed. But uh, I think our initial and others that warned about police corruption, especially those that uh, pull you off, while you are, whilst you're on the way, and then trying to extort you, get money from you. We've had several incidences that was quite severe, which we exposed, where a policeman would uh, literally uh, semi-kidnap people and hold them till they pay, and then release them, and also threaten them that they would be uh, incarcerated if they don't pay. So, you know, I can go on and on and, and tell of, of many such incidences, and... Uh, it's, it's horrific what these people go through. You can think for yourself, what will you do? What will you do if policeman pulls you off and tells you, listen, you're going to spend the weekend in jail if you don't pay? So it's, it's a very big dilemma. And unfortunately, many of people actually pay. They just pay or they get just taken and they just go on their way and then they report it to us. But uh, we've sent out projects about this. We've sent out warnings about this and we haven't had... Uh, so many calls anymore about that. And then uh, obviously we warned about uh, being very careful with your kids. You recently saw, and I'm sure you mentioned it on the stations, of the easy uh, way to steal kids and uh, to remove them from this country. There was the recent house that was found with a lot of kids in and um, uh, even bus loads. So, you know, in one big scoop and raid, I think one day there was more than 400 missing kids identified. Now, now think for yourself, 400 kids. Yeah. Now, if, if this is one that's identified, 
So um, we have a, uh, we've exposed the shocking uh, child trafficking trade, the sex trafficking trade, um, the human trafficking trade of, of late. And it's a real reality, and people must understand that. But the shocking thing is there are people that actually sell the kids as well. That's the shocking thing. And there are Wait, those just, that are, yeah, those are identified that has kids and the kids are stolen. So you get the two extremes. So you must be very careful of your children wherever you are. Uh, you must always have them with you. You must always, if they're a bit older, have a track and tracer on the phone, find me or uh, where are you app on your phone so that you know where your kids are 24-7. And beware of nights, especially at nights, if the kids do want to go out, they must go out in groups, preferably with uh, mature people uh, close by or, uh, you know, immediately available. And there must be constant communication. And the kids must be very, very careful. They must just not, you know, kids are so blasé. They go into a nightclub and they just order a drink and look around. You don't know what somebody pops into your drink. You don't know if your drink is going to be spiked. And if you and all kids are beautiful, and if you're a beautiful child, I can tell you uh, definitely there are sexual predators, and there are many, and they prowl the nightclubs, and you must be careful. And many, many a young girls are raped in in the holiday season. Many, unfortunately, most of them will never report it because it's an extreme case. Uh, which ex uh, which takes an extreme decision, which puts you in an extreme position amongst the community. You are tainted. Even though you are not guilty, you are the victim. You are a tainted person. You are looked at differently when you are right. So please make sure, kids, if you are listening, parents, let your children listen to this recording. You must be very, very aware wherever you go, whatever you take in, you have to check what you take in. You have, if you get a a Coca-Cola can, it must make the noise when you open it. Watch out for spiked cool drinks and drinks. Watch out for anything that can spike your food, uh, especially in, in, in the, the entertainment area. So kids, be close to your parents. Parents, be close to your kids. And uh, believe me, if something bad happens to your child during a holiday, your whole holiday is messed up. So please prevent this and spend together a family. Do things together. Be careful on the beaches. Be careful wherever you go on holiday with your belongings. Don't bling. Don't go with all your jewelry, your Rolexes. Don't do the Kardashian move. Don't try and show everybody your 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 valuables. Don't draw attention. This is what the opportunistic criminal looks at. And then he can do one or two things. He himself can help himself to what you have, or he can arrange a gang or a group. Because remember, criminals work together. And if they see a very rich family pull in and they can't handle it themselves, they're going to get a group. And then you can be hijacked, you can be uh, kidnapped, you can be taken. And remember, kidnapping is still a real reality. If you're a, a very uh, a valuable person with a lot of valuables and you've got a lot of money, you are a target in this country. People must really, really listen to this. You should not draw attention. It's unfortunately how it is now in South Africa. You cannot enjoy your valuables for the public to see. And you can definitely not enjoy it in an area where you're not always in 24-7. Remember, the people that go on holiday think 
they leave the crime behind and they think, oh, we're going, we're on our way, we're going to go on a holiday. But they don't realize, it seems, that they're going in another crime-ridden area that is maybe even worse. And remember, criminals on this side are standing like prowlers, like predators, waiting for everybody, wherever they come from, because they know they're coming into an area that they don't know, but that the criminals know very well. And they are prepared for you, and they are waiting for you. And remember, the criminals in South Africa are committing these crimes because they know all of this, what I'm saying. They know it, and they know they can commit this and get away with it. So you have to be very, very careful wherever you are. If you haven't left, but I'm sure uh, most people have left and are doing something, but if you are at home or wherever you are, don't just go into holiday mood and relax. Uh, 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 you can relax, you can do other things, you can change your scenery, etc., etc. but always be positively paranoid and consider your, your animals. Uh, so many times when we are... Uh, in, in December doing cases we get complaints of people that have just left their dogs or their fishes or their gardens or even staff unattended to. Look after your staff. Make sure your staff are cared for. Care for them and ask them uh, if they need any anything specific. I'm sure we all know the value of our staff that's working for us. But make sure that they are attended to and looked after and that they also can enjoy a bit of Less work, but still have to be very vigilant and aware. Uh, your houses needs to be protected. You need to have proper relationships with those uh, in your surrounding areas, with the local police, well, the ones that are not corrupt, though, and the local security or security groups. You should and have these relationships and constantly build on those relationships because crime in a community can only be curbed and stopped and prevented if people work together if they can look past all their differences but have crime as a common goal, uh, that it has to be identified, evaluated, a proper risk analysis done about a crime, and then investigated and prevented. Those are the facts pertaining any crime in our country. And then the cell phones. It's very, very important that everybody make sure that their cell phones is not in such a state that if they lose it, that they completely uh, are in a compromising position or in danger. If you lose your phone and you lose yourself because you've lost your phone, you've lost it, uh, then I tell you, you've had too much on your phone. You must be very, very careful. I know there's a lot of apps and nice stuff and you know, voice recognition and fingerprint recognition, etc., etc. But remember, the criminal, if he has you, he put a guns against, against your head and he just tell you, 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 you do the, uh, uh, all, the, all the security codes that you have in. He, he just instructs you. Or he puts a gun against your child head or your wife's head. Then you are going to do it. So the bottom line is have as little as possible on your phone because the criminal targets you and your phone because he knows your phone is the, is the item you will use to transfer money is the item that identifies everything of you, your, your gate motor, your, your passwords, your value, and those that you are in communication with, and your private information, and your work information, your banking information, etc., etc., because people put all that on the phone. 
My opinion is, others might not agree, but have your phone so cleared that only your normal contacts is on who you would normally call, so that when the criminal has your phone, he has nothing other than those that he can phone. Nobody else. And, you know, there are those that disagree with me, but uh, uh, the penny will drop. What can the criminal do if he has only about 10 or 15 numbers on your phone and there's no apps or nothing else? The only app that you should have on your phone is Find Me, a Find Me app. That's it. So that's my opinion, because any in any and everything on my phone is only about crime and about uh, uh, my beliefs, nothing else. So he cannot use my phone to commit a crime. He can only learn from all the information on my phone how crime works, which he knows, and how bad it is, and that he should change. But anyway, um, the kids must be very careful, uh, as I've said, with their phones, and they must be very careful of photos that they take. Unfortunately, you cannot keep private and confidential information on your phones. Be careful of back, uh, uh, background shots, of car registrations, holiday shots, of your house and numbers and details, all these information you you are more than welcome to take but once you've taken them transport them and delete fall and get it off your phone because one of the most lost items on a holiday is a phone mm. and one of the most stolen items on holidays is a phone and a handbag so we need to be careful and and, and vigilant when you get to your holiday destination make sure that everything is locked away that is of value and use the uh, security methods and saves and whatever is available at uh, your destination and make sure that it's private and confidential and work as a family together. Don't just arrive and everybody goes in all their directions. You need to treat any destination as a potential area that something can happen to you and it just takes an extra few minutes to work as a family together to make proper plans and, and, and set some very strict rules and regulations. I, I want to reiterate, it is one of the worst things that can happen to you on holiday time or during holiday time that something happens to one of the family members. It affects the whole family and it messes up the whole holiday setup for you. Ms. Wallace, uh, there's a question here by one of the listeners, and they said they're asking, what about the Standard Bank app or the banking app in general, if you want to say, are we, can we not keep this app because this we need so much because all our payments are done, EFT, all of this on the move. How do we live without having this app? It's very difficult, uh, yeah, and that's why I say most people, well, not most, some people might not agree. I have always said, and it's a good question, and I'll give a good answer. When you do finances, do it in a secure, private area, and then when you're done, don't have it on the device that you're carrying with you. If you need to do finances, if you need to do payments, if you, if you need to do that on a reasonably constant basis, have it on another device, but not on your cell phone that you are walking with you constantly. Remember, once again, you have to make that decision. Here's the question, and then you make the decision. And you, and you have to, to make a conscious, informed decision and find a way that would work that would not put the information in the hands of the criminal. If you are taken, you're walking out of a mall, you are grabbed. You're driving your car, you stop at a robot, you as a family are grabbed. 
you are in your holiday home, you're sitting having a good time, robbers come in, you are grabbed. Wherever, whatever situation. If they take the cell phone that they have on you, are you in danger? If the answer is yes, then you should take any and everything off that phone that endangers you. Two, number two, if they have your phone, there's the possibility there that they have all your information and have access to all your valuables and money. In other words, can they do what you can do on that phone? Because they will put the gun against your head. It's as easy as that. If that's the case, then it's the same uh, uh, um, answer. Make sure that it's not the case. So I would suggest you do your payments, you do all your financials, and then you do not have it on your phone, and you do it from another device that is not available. Even if it's in a hidden device, even if it's a device that cannot easily be found, because remember, the criminal is not necessarily going to look for other devices. It's going to only take the obvious devices because the criminal knows that the human being is married to his phone. It's the greatest and the biggest love affair on earth is man and his phone, human being and his phone. And he knows the human beings are totally, absolutely intertwined with his phone and everything, every, it's the next DNA. Everything of the human being is on the phone. And if he has the phone, he has the human being and what the human being has. And that is what you should avoid. So if there's other ways and means that you can do your finances, do it. If it takes a bit more time, a bit more effort, a bit more other, then do it. I, for instance, don't do any, any finances on my phone. I have a institution that does it. Mr. Bollesa, I was speaking to various people from other countries, and it's amazing how you mentioned the last time you warned us, in fact, about sextortion and how people use the Photoshop and they use a face and a body of another person. This is actually so common in other countries also, and people were warning me of how it actually happened to certain family members of theirs. And people really took benefit, and I think many people are now are concerned, meaning from the listeners, they have taken benefit from the advices that you've given. Also, positive feedback was um, previously you had advised us on when we're coming back from a journey and when you're using the Uber service, how to go about using that. People are asking also, returning holiday makers now, when we're coming back from overseas, we're coming back from our destinations, how should we protect ourselves in terms of our luggage? There's always someone waiting on the corner to rob us. What do we do? Yeah, <clears throat> I want to warn the uh, people that do visit South Africa to take special care to identify before they come uh, who they can deal with. If it's a very serious situation, they can always call us or you guys and you can refer them to us. But there are other institutions that can assist to make sure that you're safe and sound when you enter South Africa and that can assist you with your baggage and all that stuff. The problem, the uh, overseas people, is many of them, aren't, most of them, aren't used, used to uh, extreme crime situations that it can happen at any second and that about every second per per person you bump into uh, has the ability to commit a crime against you. So... To them, uh, the idea of just walking with baggage and your and your your luggage just being taken is 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 unheard of. So they don't expect it. But 
The first thing I want to say to all overseas uh, uh, visitors that they should do a thorough investigation. They should read our projects, listen to your radio stations, and read all the news and do a thorough, thorough, thorough investigation of how bad it is in South Africa and how bad it has happened before to overseas visitors and that they should take uh, extra and special precautions and that they should follow all the rules that I've just said. Even if you go on on a holiday, it counts for them as well. Don't bling, don't draw attention, don't come with the Louis Vuitton bags. Uh, you know, just don't have, just, just, just don't draw attention at all and uh, to your valuables. But there are ways and means to make sure that your valuables are secure. You can stay and keep it in the airport till you are being fetched there. The problem is many are, many are visitors, they come out, they stand outside, and that's where they are robbed or they are seen immediately by the South African uh, taxi drivers or Uber drivers and then identified as overseas people because they stand out. And then they are taken and robbed by those very people or those people that gives them uh, the right are informing syndicates and says, listen, we've got overseas people here because this is this is what the criminals do. They identify the overseas people and they're not necessarily robbed on the way but they are robbed at night in their hotel room or when they go on their trips or whenever or when they have their most valuables or all their valuables together at one shot. And also their cards taken and many a times uh, even held and held for, for ransom and uh, like a semi-kidnap and money's withdrawn. So uh, it's good, uh, the good news that people are listening and being careful. And it's unfortunately, it's a worldwide problem, the sextortion. Uh, and the cybercrime has become the, cybercrime has become the world's, has become the crime of the century. It's the world, biggest crime, growing crime in the world. It's far bigger than any, any of all the other crimes. And because the incredible technology of today, you can literally do anything with if you have a human being's information in your possession, you can, as you've said, Photoshop it. Uh, I can take your face and put a naked body there, and I can uh, <clears throat> influence it with other information that I have of you and then state that I have all this information of you. You're a naked man or you're a pedophile or you uh, or you have had sex with minors or you, you paid with fake money or you're involved in money laundering or in drug trafficking, and I can add all these criminal elements to your name and then say, if you don't pay us, this is a syndicate, then we will inform your whole family that you are this person. And uh, they do this. And uh, unfortunately, even though uh, most and 99% of everybody will see, look, look uh, you know, this is just far-fetched. It's too, too bad to be true, and it's not true. We know this man, and we know this is a, an extortion or a sextortion, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it still has a very serious effect on the wife and on the family and on the community. We have many of these cases. And if they expose that information, sometimes it's just being deliberate. Sometimes it's not even done for the reason of sextortion. It's just you know, maybe a, a, a person has a gripe or a problem with another person and then they defame them. The, the uh, defamation and criminal injurious is, is, is hand in hand with sextortion. It's, it's of the, some of the biggest crimes in the world are based on that, is trying to defame and, 
and we see it in, in, in the, there's presidency elections, we see it when there's municipality elections, we see it when there's business competitions, that they will go out of their way to defame and to commit criminal injuria to those that they oppose or stand against. And many a times they will bring in a sexual content, because the sexual content is one of the things that people really want to see. If I have quite a lot of content today to discuss, the one that's going to really spike the ears the most, it will be sexual content. Mm. This is how the human being is. It's part of our nature. We want to know what is this, what is the next or the worst or the... Uh, best regarding sex or sexuality. And the criminals know that, and they use that, and they use that to commit the, these crimes and to defame people or to extort money from them. It's 100% true. Also, you see on the billboards, uh, advert- advertisements by the organizations, different organizations, insurance organizations, they will always, they will always use the word naked, and that will yeah. catch your attention. So that is true. There's Absolutely a question. true. There's a question here by a listener. They said, um, my son is on drugs. He constantly sells our new appliances. He is my son after all, but legally, what can I do to protect myself? This is a a conversation at some stage we must really, really go into because we can help and advise. I would suggest you to time that gentleman can uh, call me. I'm going to be on another TV uh, uh, show in in for a, a within the next hour or so, so anything after 11, he may call me, we will definitely help him. But here's the advice quickly to everybody. You know, drugs is a zero-tolerant case. The moment you've identified that somebody is involved in drugs, whether it's medicines or any other drug or substance, you need to immediately work on a zero-tolerance basis and get the necessary help or take the necessary steps yourself uh, immediately, because if you entertain it, it will become worse. You you've heard the sentence there. Keep on, keep on stealing our new appliances. So what happens is the kettle is stolen, and our mom buys another kettle and another kettle. You understand? That should never have happened. Once the kettle is stolen the first time, you open up a case of theft. You start building cases against this person, even though he is your son. Because remember, now you have to make the decision. Do I want my son to have police cases against him? No, but do I want to lose my son? Because he will die. Remember, drugs eventually steers you into death. You will die. You will overdose, and it will become worse and worse and worse. This is not, this is not a crime or a, uh, 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 let's call it an addiction, where you, you will slowly get out of it. It doesn't happen that way. If you get away with it, you will commit it all the more and more and more, and it will become worse. And if you're just slightly being dealt with, you will override that slightly uh, uh, communications and just become more devious to uh, just commit more and get more and just fooling everybody around you. Druggies are unfortunately compulsive, extreme compulsive liars, manipulators, extremely selfish, and eventually the drugs and Anything involving the drugs, that is theft and the wrong crowd and other forms of crime, will become the all-in-all in in their lives. And nothing else will matter, including mom and dad and the family. Um, Druggies steals everything from their family members, their brothers, their loved ones, girlfriends, husbands, wives, whomever is, is involved in drugs. There is no such thing as a conscience or the concern of 
consequences. So a druggie is being actually uh, taken over by his own permission, taking in a spirit. It's a spirit that takes hold of that person, and that spirit is very, very strong, and it comes, it's of the strongest evil spirits that you can find on earth because it's allowed. You take it in by yourself, by permission, and it runs your life, and it completely tro- uh, controls you. And if you really... If you really look at this and if you really know of drug cases, you will see that that is not your son. He's being controlled. He's being manipulated. You will actually find that the druggie can so cleverly manipulate you that you will always believe him that he will change (laughs) because he's a way Mm. of absolute uh, emotionally manipulating you and uh, actually showing a false of a false side of him that is actually believable. And then you give a chance and a chance and a chance. It just becomes work. So zero tolerance is the absolute number one phase of, of those who are involved with drugs. They must take immediate steps, find out who can help. And unfortunately, there are many, many bogus uh, institutions and many people that say they know how to deal with this, but uh, uh, we are of the few that can really deal on a zero tolerance basis and end-of-the-line basis with druggies, and you need to take it very, very serious. Otherwise, you will lose your son or your child or whomever is involved in drugs. Mr. Bollies, I'm happy for the strong approach against drugs. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Anytime. Thank you so much. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jamaah.